It's a new year, which means everywhere you look, there is advice on how you should be doing things, how you can be more productive, how you should be doing your workout, how you should be eating, how you should be sleeping. There's advice everywhere. We're inundated with it right now because a lot of people set New Year's resolutions. When the year rolls over, that's the time when people try to start new habits, when they reflect on their previous year and and decide what they want to do differently in the new year. That's all great. But what's not great is taking some advice and then discovering, oh, this actually, not only does this not work for me, this is actively hurting me. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you, and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. So let's talk about some advice that you might need to stop listening to here in the new year. So first up, one of the number one things that I heard when I was writing my first book, Becoming Future You, which is out, by the way, in case you missed it, you can buy a copy of Becoming Future You. Just go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash book. But when I was writing that book, I did vlog episodes on YouTube and I posted them on Instagram and I, I posted my progress. Now I did that on purpose because I wanted to hold myself accountable. And for me, writing the book was really about who I was going to help. So I wanted to put myself in front of the people that I thought I could help with the book and say, hey, I'm writing this for you. And then accept you know, that they were going to cheer me on and accept their compliments and the pats on the back because I needed them because writing a book is a lot of work. Not impossible. If I did it, anybody can do it. Not impossible, but it was a lot of work. But one of the number one things that people said to me was, I would say, whew, it's really hard. It's a lot of work. Really looking forward to getting this first book under my belt. And people would say, it never gets any easier ouch, I mean, talk about stabbing me straight in the heart, shooting my motivation, killing it dead. It never gets any easier. Has anybody ever said that to you about anything? Can you think of anything that has made you feel less like trying? Well, I'm sure there are things that have made you feel less like trying, but that did not make me want to keep going. It never gets any easier. Now, let's think about this. The first course I wrote was hard. The second course I wrote was easier because I already knew how to work all the software. I had confidence in my ability that I was capable of writing a course because I'd already done it once before, so surely I could do it again. So I think it actually did get easier. You know why? Because I had learned things, because I had realized my competence. And competence begets confidence, right? So my confidence had improved. I knew I could do it. So it did get easier. 
What are other things that people tell us don't get any easier? Exercise. They say it never gets any easier. Well, that's not fair. Your muscles get stronger, right? Yes, you keep pushing yourself and, and hopefully you just continue to push and push and push yourself and that's why you're always sore. You're always sore. You've been working out for years. But every time you work out, you get sore. Well, that's because you're pushing your muscles to new heights. So if you're always getting sore, it might be easy to think, well, I guess this isn't getting any easier. But exercise is not just about the actual physical movement. It's also about your mindset. And think back to when you first started working out. Well, wasn't that hard because you didn't know for sure that you could do it? Maybe you joined the new gym and it was really scary because you didn't know anybody and it was going to be group classes and you were nervous that you were going to embarrass yourself. Has, getting, has going to the group classes gotten easier? Of course it has because you don't have fear of the unknown anymore. So by the way, if you're sitting there thinking, Mel, none of this, none of this applies to me because I haven't finished the big project or I haven't started the workout program even though I know I need to, listen, it does get easier. It does get easier because you learn things, you gain confidence, and you no longer have that fear of the unknown. So I always encourage you to do what works for you. So if thinking that it doesn't get any easier is something that motivates you, awesome. But if you're like Mel, and that is something that will just knock your motivation straight down because you think, why, why bother even continuing if I know it's not going to get any easier? Rest easier. I'm here to tell you, things have gotten easier for me. I have confidence. I know I can create the free journal because I've made like eight of them before. And I know exactly how my software works and how to upload it and format it. And I know all the things, right? Okay, next piece of advice or, or saying maybe that you might have heard is something like new levels, new devils or more money, more problems. I don't know about you, but that does not make me feel like working hard to level up. If, if I think that it's going to be just as much stress and just as much work at the next level, I might just decide to stay where I am. No, this isn't where I want to be. This is not the most authentic version of myself. I'm just going to stop chasing my dreams because more money, more problems, new levels, new devils. I just stay here on my couch. Well, as somebody who has leveled up, I will tell you, each new level has had work. Of course it has work. Everything in life has work. Being alive takes work. Of course, chasing your dreams takes work. But you know what? More money means more being able to pay your bills early or on time or have savings or, or buy a new bed or go on vacation, whatever your thing is. Uh, new levels, new devils. Well, guess what? At the old level, it's just like in a video game. I'm really not. I, 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 the last video game I played was original Mario on the original Nintendo. Okay. But every time I leveled up, yes, the level was challenging, but I had learned a bunch of things in the previous level. I knew that I needed to jump over that pit and I knew that I could squat down and and go down inside some of those 
um, pipes and go swimming and collect a bunch of coins. So, boy, if you play newer video games than that, you know, I hope that you understand Retro Mario. But every time you level up, you are stronger. Thinking new levels, new devils, I won't be able to handle it. If I try for that new job, if I try for that promotion, I'm scared and I won't be able to handle it. If you wouldn't be able to handle it, you wouldn't get it. You know what I mean? You'll rise to the challenge. You have knowledge and strength and experience that you're not even tapping into. There's so much about you that is strong and special and unique and ready to come out and play. And sometimes you got to push yourself to that new level so that you can face those new devils and unlock some of your powers, unlock some of your strengths, use some of your talents that, that don't really get enough play. So if hearing new levels, new devils, or more money, more problems makes you just want to sit on the couch and say, you know what? I'm fine. I'm fine where I am. But some little part of your heart is like, but are you? I don't know why that's the voice of your heart, but but are you? Are you really fine? Or do you feel disappointed or like you're letting yourself down or you're letting your potential just fizzle out? Don't let new levels scare you. You are strong enough to handle them. Sure, they've got work. Every level has work. You can slip down five levels and there's work there too. I don't know if anybody's ever said less money, less problems, just more money, more problems. So if that bit of advice or if that common phrase doesn't make you feel empowered and like leveling up, maybe that's one that you can stop listening to. All right. Other things. What are some other things, pieces of advice that you've been hearing that you might need to let go of, that you might need to start hearing it and letting it just bounce right off you, just go right over your head in one ear, out the other. I'm legitimately asking you because the next thing is things that don't work for you. My advice is let go of, stop listening to the advice of things that don't work for you. I was just on a call the other day uh, for a library event, uh, introducing me as a debut author and, and with um, Kristen Higgins and Joss Day from the Crappy Friends podcast, who are both also best-selling authors. And we were talking about how you can be successful without getting up at 5 a.m. Now, personally, I am a morning person and I love getting up early. I like beating the sun. But Kristen said she never sees 5 a.m. And guess what? She's pretty successful. There were a bunch of people in the chat who were also successful authors and they were like, does 5 a.m. even exist? I don't get up at five. One of the people I like to follow in the influencer self-help space is Brendan Burchard. He was the founder of the Growth Day app. And he talks all the time about how he's a night owl. He loves to work at night. He has to force himself to go to bed by midnight so that he can get up at 8 a.m and be awake when the rest of his team is awake. Maybe you're naturally skewed to working at night. So get up early. If you wanna be successful, you have to get up early. Maybe that's something you need to let go of. What else, what else have you heard? You know, um, 
one of the things that I will see sometimes is that yoga is one of the best exercises you can do. It's great for strength training and flexibility and whatever, whatever. Yoga is great. And I love it so much. And I did it too much. And I made myself way too flexible that I actually gave myself nerve problems that I had to go to physical therapy for. So for me, I now know I can't do yoga all the time. I love it, but I shouldn't do it all the time. Maybe there's a food that's so good and, and you see people saying you really need to eat mangoes. Now, if you know you're allergic to mangoes, are you going to eat them? No, of course you're not because you don't want the allergic reaction. If, if you see that bananas have so much potassium and calcium and they're so good for you, but you're allergic to bananas and they make you break out, you're not going to eat them. But why don't we apply that to the other bits of advice that we know we're allergic to? So what other things, think about it, what other things have you been hearing, especially in this new year, you should X, that you actually need to put on your own mental list of, no, I shouldn't. Because no advice works 100% for everybody all the time. Something might work great for somebody else, doesn't work for you at all. And that's what matters. Does it work? For you. All right, last tip. Last tip in the what advice should you stop looking for? Listening to? How about things said by people who make you feel bad? By people who make you feel bad about yourself. Are there people in your life who like to tell you? <laughs> the best example I can think of is you know, in, in a lot of rom-coms or um, other movies, women movies, um, where there's a relationship between mother and daughter and they want to convey that it's kind of a tense relationship, the mother always comes in and says, oh, honey, you look so tired. When was the last time you got your hair cut? And insults the woman's, uh, the main character's appearance. Okay. That's just a comment. That's just a common way to show this relationship is strained in some way and it clues us in as the audience. But who are the people in your life who say, oh, honey, you look tired. And, and they kind of seem like they're saying it for your benefit, but yet you always feel bad after you're done talking to them. You always have like, you're always replaying the conversation hours later and you're thinking of what you should have said or you're realizing that they actually insulted you and there was a moment that you should have defended yourself or wished you had defended yourself, but you you kind of didn't even realize that they were sneaking that in, that, that thing that wasn't so nice about you. Start taking inventory of who's in your life and start paying attention to when you have those moments of thinking, huh, I'm not sure that person actually wants to help me. I'm not sure that person actually wants what's best for me. And start turning down the volume on those people. You don't have to spend time with them all the time. Be more careful about when you talk to them. Be more careful about what you talk to them about. If they keep slipping in those, those bits of advice like, oh, honey, you know that most businesses fail within the first five years or within the first year. And you want to talk about your new business. Maybe that person is not the one you talk to about. Talk to about your new business. Right? You can be strategic without necessarily cutting somebody out of your life completely. 
Okay, so things to stop listening to if you find they don't work for you would be new levels, new devils. You have to get up at 5 a.m. to be successful. More money, new, more problems. It never gets any easier. And anything else that you know you can disregard because you've tried it and it doesn't work for you. And anything that people are saying that make you feel bad about yourself. Because if you're working on becoming future you, you have to do it from a place of love. You have to do it from a place of loving yourself. You don't love yourself. That's your first step is learning to give yourself love, to give yourself self-care, to pat yourself on the back, to give yourself credit and to say, hey, honey, you're doing an okay job. You're doing all right. There was that Instagram reel. Girl, you're doing a good job. Girl, you're doing a good job. I, I'm not actually sure that that is exactly it, but maybe, <laughs> maybe you saw it too. But it's true. You are doing a good job. So pat yourself on the back. And if you've been feeling any pressure lately that you're not doing things just right and you should do this and you should do that, well, ask yourself if, if it's something that's really going to help you. And if it is, find a loving way to start adding it to your life without setting yourself up for failure, starting small, starting where you are. And if it's not, stop listening. Let it go. Every time your brain latches onto it, just remember, you know what? Actually, I'm going to let this one go. And your brain latches onto it again. Oh, oh, wait. No, no, no. That doesn't work for me. Remind yourself as many times as you need to. You've got this. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're going to have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, Download the free Becoming Future You Starter Guide at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash start.